This podcast contains adult language and mature themes, which may not be suitable for all listeners. So listen at your own fucking risk. All right, welcome to bonus episode number one for series two. So um, these bonus episodes are a little different from Dungeons and Dragons in series one. They are one-on-ones and uh, this uh, was a really fun format for us. It's nice to have all the special attention. (laughs) Yeah. um, So we have these bonus episodes for the same reason we had them in series one. Uh, It was a a learning experience. It was uh, for the players to get a chance to play their characters on the podcast before the official campaign. So they still have a lot of rules questions um, and clarifications, more so than the actual campaign. But uh, in addition to that... I, I did set them up to reveal some of the backstory for each individual character. Uh, and this particular episode is Kashmir's bonus episode. Uh, so it's a one-on-one between me and Roman uh, playing through a pivotal moment in Kashmir's backstory that led to him joining the ranks of the Shadowrunners. And even for those of us who had played before, it was a great opportunity to settle into our characters. Um, mm-hmm. It's always nice to be able to actually play the character uh, beforehand, which we don't really get to do in home games because we don't want to ruin them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's a pretty it's a pretty interesting format, and um, Kashmir's I hear is very interesting. Yeah, it's uh, we released it first because the first few episodes of uh, series two do uh, kind of. Speak to his backstory? Yes. There's there's a reason why Kashmir was so grumpy during those first three episodes. And uh, I was really excited to be able to get Kashmir's backstory out there for everyone to kind of uh, get a little more information about who Kashmir is and why he is the way he is. So with that, uh, we can go ahead and get right into it. Uh, let's go ahead and listen to the first bonus episode, guys. Enjoy. All right, time for Kashmir's <laughs> uh, session zero. Um, so uh, we're going to kind of talk through your backstory a little bit right. um, and basically go through some of like you know uh, what led you into the shadows and uh, at a certain point when it makes sense, that's when we will. Um, turn it into actual session and you will actually, we'll jump into actual gameplay. Sure. Um, so, uh, yeah. So you grew up in Japan. I did. <laughs> uh, on Mitsuhama extraterritorial territory. Yes. Very much, yeah. very much within the walls of Mitsuhama. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You are, you have a corporate sin of, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from Mitsuhama. <laughs> it's good stuff. Um, sure. So, so, uh, tell, tell, uh, talk a little bit about your backstory there. Uh, reveal, reveal your backstory. Right. The, <laughs> the long Google doc I've written. <laughs> um, yeah. So basically he's born into a family of a mundane father and a, a slightly awakened mother. Although she, uh, she's not super awakened cause she had to suppress it during her childhood. Magic, like two or four magic yeah, four, magic four. <laughs> um, and his dad, uh, sort of is Japanese, grew up in a very sort of, um, a poor family, but that gave him the ambition to just 
an, an incredible ambition to just sort of rise, um, rise through those schooling ranks and then get a job at Mitsuhama and try to rise through those ranks in any way necessary, uh, even if it means doing things that many would consider to be dickish. Um, including having a son who's awakened and immediately going, oh yeah, I'll put him in Mitsuhama schooling and that'll get me a much better job. <laughs> yeah, he used you uh, to progress his career, basically. Yeah, and uh, even his wife, when he married an awakened woman, he was like, oh, maybe, maybe I'll hit the lottery and the fam. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah. Uh, so your, your, your real name is Sora, right? Sora. And then, uh, and then your father's name is... Uh, and then your father's name is Riku? Yep. Okay. Shout out to Kingdom Hearts <laughs> for giving me Japanese names. <laughs> Yay. Those are actually on like the top 10 male J- Japanese like ma- man names in real life. Huh. But I looked up on Google. I was very shocked. So I just threw them on in there. Uh, um, so yeah. So you, you grew up, you were um, uh, put through rigorous uh, Mitsuhama magical trainings. Yep. Um uh, you actually initiated in that process. Um, I did. Because uh, uh, basically they were trying to have you, uh, per- what, I forget what the actual term is, but you were permanently, they wanted you to permanently bind. Yeah, a, they wanted uh, me to bind, a, uh, to uh, learn how to bind spells to spirits. Basically it was like months of like rigorous spirit training, which I sort of breezed through because spirits have been my best friends. Yeah, you didn't really have any friends. Since I was a child, yeah, growing up in the family mansion on Mitsuhama property. mm mm-hmm. Um, but so it's just sort of like, yeah, spirits, I know how to do this. And then I got to the last day and my tutor was like, oh, and we've got one more thing to teach you <laughs> and materialized his own spirit that he's had for about 20 years. Uh, that was at one point a force 20 spirit, but he's just bound so many things to it. It's and slowly like, just dying. It's the husk <laughs> of a spirit and it's got all these like, cha- it's like chains that are binding it to him. And he's like, oh, and this is how you do it. And he cast a spell and it's like, he like whips the spirit. It's like he whips something onto the spirit that like is now also changed to him. He's like, oh, now you try with the spirit you just summoned. And you were like, fuck no, and you banished that spirit. Yeah, I I couldn't do it. So yeah, I banished his spirit and the source of much of his power. (laughs) He's like a corporate tutor that like goes around Japan teaching people stuff. And now he is... Definitely never able to summon another spirit because <laughs> they hate him now. Yeah, he has the spirit pariah negative quality. <laughs> he has the spirit pariah, um, double pariah. <laughs> yeah, and so then you uh, then that uh, spirit came back and uh, initiated you and yeah. uh, gave you gave you some uh, gave you some cool magic and uh, yeah. yeah, he was a cool guy. Um, and you also earned the favor of a Thunderbird spirit during your schooling, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so that's your mentor spirit. Um, so, so basically we're getting into how, so you're like 20. Yeah. So initiating happened when I was like 18. Mm-hmm. I was at the level of like a grad student at university. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that happened when I was 18 and then they sort of put me on like schooling probation for a bit. And right. so that's where I start to sort of like look around at the, at the shadow running and try to find myself a fixer and everything. Right. Yeah. Cause you always, yeah, that was your little, uh, your little dirty secret was you would fly yeah. around in astral and watch shadow runners watch, and just watch the shadow. Runners. And then as soon as they noticed someone hanging out in astral, you were like, fuck and disappeared. Just flew on home. Um, flying around of course with my ancestral family Katana, <laughs> um, standard for Japanese families. Yeah. You're, you're <laughs> awesome. Uh, a weapon folk guy. Um, Okay, so you basically you're feeling a little extra rambunctious, and you're, yeah. you decide uh, to you know 
uh, go out and you've you've uh, started talking to some people in Astral. Right. You start hearing about like this kind of like Astral hangout that's happening, yeah. like a, basically a, a party in the Astral. Club. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you decide to go check it out, and so it's called Aura. It's an it's an Astral club called Aura. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so you go you go zipping over there and in, uh, in Astral, and um, they they let you through the mana barrier. Uh, yep. and, uh, yeah, you're, you're hanging out in astral space with all these people and, um, they're mostly just kind of hanging out, like casting spells on each other, like the good kind of spells yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and having weird, like emotional connections that are like, yeah, weirdly it's like a sensual. club where yeah. everyone's on ecstasy. Yeah, it's pretty much. Pure emotions. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, uh, some people are actually there physically and they're not currently dual natured, but there's like, basically like you see an aura, like a bunch of people who are obviously magically active, like on a dance floor, like, but not like, ma- and then there's a right. bunch of like people, you see their bodies like limp off to the side yeah, and then like there's, the yeah, a bunch of really comfortable chairs where everyone's hanging out. And then like up above the dance floor, basically in the astral space, there's, there's just a, a ton of people hanging floor. out. Yeah. There's yeah. a second dance, dance floor where people are like floating <laughs> around and shit. And uh, and a lot of people are casting the uh, the fashion spell on themselves to like yeah. look like all crazy and like they you know they look all their uh, astral form looks all weird. It's very obviously like, right. you know a, a spell. Like you don't think that there's a dragon there, but like you know, <laughs> but he looks like a dragon. <laughs> he looks like a dragon. I uh, sort of imagine it as like um, the people on the dance floor are just sort of hanging out and resting, and then when a song comes on, they go, "Oh my god, I love this song!" And like they <laughs> at- rush to the astral dance floor in the club. <laughs> just everyone just runs to a chair and projects up and just. Starts going crazy. <laughs> um, so you uh, uh, you get there and um, uh, you're looking around. Uh, roll in a sensing test for me. Oh, my aura reading or just sort of general? Oh, you have specialization in aura reading? I do. Yeah, uh, use that specialization. Seven hits <laughs> on 12. That is a great omen. And your astral limit is eight, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, you can count all of those hits. Uh, Wow. Okay. Um, So you, like, just, you know, scan over everyone. You can read everything about their auras. You see see the the active spells they got going. You see all this stuff. Uh, But one one aura pops out in particular. Uh, It's a guy. He's kind of... He's kind of floating off to the side right now. He's not like really like interacting with that many people. Um, he kind of seems to be sitting there. Uh, you almost uh, would mistake him for a bouncer, huh. um, but uh, uh, you recognize his aura. You've seen it before. Uh, particularly, you've seen it like in the shadows. Like you've seen this dude running and like doing jobs and stuff. Like you've seen him running around, getting in combat with people. He's a pretty magically active mage. Uh, you've had to run from him a couple times because like he's noticed you and been like, "What the fuck?" And you're like, "Ah." <laughs> He, he looks like he's more or less um, uh, enjoying himself as far as, like, his emotional state goes and everything, um, but he's not interacting with anybody quite yet. Cool. What do you do? Well, um, hmm. So I've, I've seen him around a lot. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go up and uh, sort of get a sense for his aura. I'm going to sort of feel out his emotions a bit, try to make sort of a, an emotional connection him so so you float up to him he he notices you and uh uh you know he's he he kind of like greets you you know hello hi i am i believe i've seen you around a bit well i don't seem to recognize you that's fair that makes sense um i'm well uh i'd like to do you know of any fixes He, uh, there's a, a spike of excitement in his, uh, emotional state. 
um, and uh, a little bit of uh, amusement. And he goes, uh, y- yeah, I'm a fixer. Oh, oh my God. Are you, a fix- you are a fixer. Uh, um, uh, it's so nice to meet you. I'm, um, oh, I guess I need a, this would be my, my first run. I guess I need a name. I don't really know how to introduce myself to you. Uh, I'm, so you're not a runner then? Well, I'm, I, I could run. I'd like to run. <laughs> I mean, I've got, I could do runny things. <laughs> he goes, look, you're, you're obviously extremely new to this. Um, but uh, quite, yes. Uh, but yeah. And he kind of looks, you can tell he's kind of a sensing you and he goes, you're, you're pretty powerful mage though. You're looking, you're looking to get into shadow running. I might, I might be able to use you. Yes. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. Yes. I'm, I guess everyone here, I'm in a safe place. Yes. I'm, I'm a, Pretty powerful mage. <laughs> yeah, I can tell your 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 magic is way up there. Um, yeah, I could. I got a run coming up. Oh yes. Yeah, it's kind of an it's an initiation run for a lot of people. There's a couple uh, old guard, a couple new guard in there. Oh, that's so perfect. Oh, I would love to be on that run. I would do anything for that run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, how about uh, you meet me up in Meat Space uh, uh, tomorrow night? Uh, we'll meet with the team, and I'll give you the details of the job. Yes, yes. Oh, fantastic. Oh, that would be so fantastic. Um, we're not, we're not going to meet here, though. Right. No. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll go to the Soy Bucks on this street and that street. Got it. I, um, right on the corner of this street and that street. I, yes, there's a, there's a subway over on this and that that I go to pretty often. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, yeah, he goes, yeah. Um, Oh yeah, I'll see. You. I'll introduce you to the team, uh, and uh, you know this can be your little trial run. Maybe I'll use you again, kid. F- fantastic. Um, great. Uh, what's? How will I know? What is your name? Uh, oh, you can call me Dark. Dark. Fan- fantastic. Oh, Dark. Yeah. Oh, that's you should what... come up with a sh- with a runner name by yes. the time you get there. Um, you don't. You don't want to go telling your your teammates your actual name. No, no, I definitely don't. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yes, I'll do that. Absolutely. Well, we'll 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 see you tomorrow uh, in the at six p.m. six p.m. At, at the Soybucks. Got it. Six. six. Okay. Yes. Six. Great. Yeah. And then he like kind of like fades down into his body, and you see him. Uh, you see him get up and walk out of the club. And um, my emotions just sort of like spike. I'm going nuts. Yeah. I I can't believe that. This fortune that's happened to me, I can't believe I just met a fixer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I, I guess, uh, do you hang out at the club a little bit longer? Do you go back home? <laughs> um, yes, I'm feeling it at this point. <laughs> I, I go crazy for the next song. I'm, it's, it's, it's a little bit like, um, what is it, Footloose? <laughs> in the forest, I'm just running and punching and just... I'm giving it my all. I'm getting yes. some weird looks, but I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Good. And the way the the way the the magic is, um, so like, there's the technological music being played there, but then there's also like an astral DJ uh, who is using. Uh, the coolest thing I've ever he's heard. using like the entertainment spell to uh, like mimic uh, certain spells, but like it's strange because like it's not necessarily because it is astral space, so it's like it's half a song and then half like feelings tied in with that song, you know. So it's like he's like sending waves of like emotion over everybody that like you know all these like fun feelings and stuff. Oh my god, my next character is going to be an astral 
Central DJ. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you hang out there for a little bit, and then you you know you realize it's getting a little late, and uh, and right. you know you gotta you gotta like wake up super early in the morning for like your next like seven classes. <laughs> and I, I I want to be very well rested for the run. I I'm, I'll spend. All of the next day, just sort of preparing, eating a good meal, you know. <laughs> uh, your your dad, uh, your dad actually seems a little. Uh, re- you know, you're sitting there at lunch, and you you seem uh, you seem different. What are you, are you? What are you up to? What are you doing? Oh, I'm just you know, um, magic things. Just been doing a lot of magic things. Been spending some time with my spirits. Um, just sort of hanging out. I told you that they're they're not your friends. Your spirits are your servants. Well, um, I've been taught to bring them into the world, and really, there's no one else really here to hang out with. I'm surprised you've even come home for your lunch break or dinner break or at all today. You, are you up to something? Are you... What, what would I be... You're, um, act, you're acting a little strange. I'm in your house. I'm always in your house. <laughs> I don't know what I could be uh, up to here. I'm selling drugs to the other people in this house. Oh, I... oh yeah, that's real funny, Sora. Come on, I... have you been doing your studies? Let me see this. And he grabs like your he grabs like you know your papers in front of you, and it makes no fucking sense to him. It's a bunch of like <laughs> it's like a bunch of like arcane symbols and shit. And he... yes, this took me all morning, Dad. <laughs> in fact, it's just something that I had lying around. <laughs> uh, go ahead and uh, roll con uh, to get your dad off your back. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I have such high con. Uh, that makes so much sense. You don't. You don't get first impression for this. <laughs> what? <laughs> why not? <laughs> That's um six hits. All right. So he eyes you. He eyes you a little wearily, and then throws down the uh, the papers, and he goes, "Don't get smart with me." And he uh, he goes, "I'll have my I'll have my lunch in my office." And he like grabs some stuff out of the fridge and and storms out of the house. I shout, shout after him, getting smart is all I do. It's all you allow me to do, father. <laughs> and so... I, um, I materialize a spirit to, like, finish lunch with me. <laughs> I chat with it as I'm, like, finishing my rice. What, what kind of spirit? Oh, like, your, is it your one of your bound spirits? Or? Yeah. It's, um, I'll say it's my, it's my plant spirit because it's, like, a sakura tree. So it's very, like, it's very calming. <laughs> I'm a little on edge right now. Yeah, so yeah. So it kind of, like, just, like, like, shows up and it's just kind of, like, it's kind of looks like a tree, but it's like, you know, it, it, you know, it doesn't have roots in the ground or anything. It's almost kind of like, it's like the uh, top of it. It's the top part of it with all like the, it's the muffin top. of the Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of floating there and it like, kind of like, you know, brushes its leaves over. Or yeah, it's, it's like uh, over me and its leaves are like falling down. Yeah. Me. And then, you know, it just kind of like calms you down. It's like, they're there, they're there. It's <laughs> a really nice guy. And, uh, yeah, your day passes relatively without event. Uh, and, uh, then it gets around time for you to, uh, meet up. With your team and your your new fixer. All right. So I put on. I've got my executive wear on. Um, I put my my sword on my back. I've got. I've I found sort of just some a leather way to just put it on my back. Um, uh, I guess I've got my my gun that I've hidden under my bed <laughs> uh, that I was able to procure through a lot of money just through one of sort of like our janitors, our house janitors. (laughs) He seemed like the sort who could get me one, and he did. I had to pay a lot, a lot of Nguyen for it, but he did get to me. It's like a markup of like 300%. (laughs) Absolutely. 
Very much so. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, no, those typically cost $3,000 New Year. <laughs> and at no point did I... It's like, great, okay, that I can do that. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, what are you, uh, jumping in a, one of the corporate cars or... Um, I actually take a... I guess I take a Mitsuhama... No, not a Mitsuhama. I take a sort of shadow run Uber. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it exists. And, uh, yeah, so you, you call in a, you call up a taxi, um, but you still have to get off the Mitsuhama territory. Uh, I mean, you can give it the, the taxi like clearance, but it's a little, it's a little odd for anyone who, to not just use one of the company cars, hmm. uh, to like call in like an outsider into the territory. Um, huh. Uh, so he probably, it's more common practice for the, for the Uber then to wait outside. I might, yeah. I might, um, get a company car just outside to like a sort of bar or something just outside and then call an Uber to the bar. Nice. And ride that, ride yep. that to the meetup for the illegal activities. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, you, you get in a corporate car you have, you know, the sin and everything. So it does, you know, you're just like beep right. and you know, you get in, um, you start, uh, you start driving out, you drive, uh, up to the, uh, to the border. Um, there's actually like, you know, a, uh, a gate guard and, uh, uh, he sees you and, uh, just roll, uh, roll etiquette for me. Do to... I get my specialization in corporate etiquette? Yes, that you definitely sense. do. <laughs> um, six hits. Six hits. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you, uh, uh, you drive up, uh, you recognize this guard. Uh, his, his name is, uh, Yen. And Hello, Yen. Good to see you. Just heading out for a bit. And, uh, he, he nods and, um, uh, kind of gives you a Mitsuhama salute and... <laughs> yes, Mitsuhama. <laughs> and, uh, you know, presses the button, the gate goes, uh, goes up and you drive on out, no problem. Great. Um, uh... Yeah, and you get around to the bar, and you you know park your Mitsuhama corporate car. You know, it's 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 like you're in a nice part of town, so it's not like weird. There's other Mitsuhama corporate cars. Oh, wait, so was I driving the car, or well, no, you're, it was gri- it's grid guide, right? So you, the oh, car's right, driving right. you. The you put in the coordinates, me. and the car did it for Got you. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I barely know how to put in. I don't get around very much. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it uh, actually goes to the next place over, and I've got to walk back. <laughs> and you uh, you get in your uh, taxi and uh it takes you to the meet um roll edge for me just your just your edge a hit okay yeah you get there on time no Ooh. problems no weird traffic problems or anything like that uh and so yeah you you get there uh it's a uh, uh you pull up to the soy bucks and uh you as you get out of the the taxi you see like through the window you see dark sitting there uh, you recognize his aura um and um you see him sitting there with uh f- three other people and um one is a uh, uh a human um uh he's actually it's a little strange sight for you because uh, uh he's uh, an amerind or an amerind amerindian um, oh, so right. he, uh, uh, he's definitely not named Japan. Um, right. uh, and he's sitting there and he's got, uh, he's got some, like, he's got like cybernetic eyes. And, um, uh, then you see this, uh, this big troll sitting there and, um, 
uh, finally this uh, this really really beautiful woman uh, in like really nice clothes. Oh, no. uh, uh, she she's she's sitting there not not like not like corporate nice clothes like like she's just like you're wearing like the executive suite like Zoe like she she's wearing like the the synergist steampunk line or whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is um, Sora's not great with women. <laughs> this is gonna be interesting. Uh, and then and then Dark is sitting there and uh, uh, he's an orc. He's sitting there. He's wearing like black leather and he's uh, he's sitting there. Um, you come in. Uh, yeah, he's shaved head. Um, he's got a scar too, like on his on his oh left God. cheek. This guy's everything I imagined he would be. <laughs> you walk in uh, and he like kind of like signals for you to sit down with him. Um, as you get there, uh, you feel the familiar sensation of uh, entering the field of a white noise generator. Mm. Um, uh, because they have those in the Mitsuhama the corporate oh, like yeah. boardrooms and stuff. You've gone through that show. Like time, my so. dad's office has one. Yeah. <laughs> so you you get there and uh, uh, you sit down. And you, you know you you know that like you guys can kind of speak freely for the most part because anyone else in the soybox is not really going to hear what you're saying. Got it. Dark goes all right, and he looks you up and down. He looks at what you're wearing. He looks at. Uh, <laughs> so um, I I've sort of arrived in a um. Basically, the Zoe executive suite, which for me is a cashmere sweater over a dress shirt and tie and slacks <laughs> and Italian-looking leather shoes. <laughs> so, like, this soy box isn't in a great part of town, and, like, you definitely stand out. Like, even, like, uh, even the, the, the uh, human female uh, sitting next to you, like, she's wearing, like, fashionable clothing. Like, you're wearing, like, business clothing. And, <laughs> and, and, and like, you did catch a couple eyes, like, getting out of your, out of your uh, taxi because it's, like, a it's a little sketchy, and you, you, you definitely stick out like a sore thumb. And uh, the rest of your team kind of uh, looks at you with, uh, with a little bit of... <laughs> As you sit down, he goes, "All right, and uh, this is our mage. Uh, Hi. Uh, this is Nomad, and he gestures to uh, the Amerindian uh, 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 gentleman sitting next to him. Great, uh, lovely to meet you. This is Riptide. Fantastic. Riptide, and that's the uh, the troll, and Ooh. and he he does like he just has been as, as soon as you came in, he's just been like." blank face staring at you. <laughs> I've got like stars in my eyes as these names are being introduced. <laughs> they all sound amazing. And uh, this is the Duchess. The Duchess. And uh, Oh, it's lovely to meet you. <laughs> uh, she, she smiles and reaches out and she's like, nice to meet you too, honey. And I, hand shaking furiously. <laughs> I have to like steady it with my other and then like <laughs> grab her hand to shake. Uh, she seems uh, slightly amused by your obvious nervousness. <laughs> and she goes, oh, it's all right. We'll get, we'll get to know each other real nice. And she kind of like pinches your cheek. <laughs> and I melt. I physically <laughs> melt into a puddle on the floor. <laughs> uh, she casts turn to goo. And, uh, oh, that's it for me. Um, and, uh, and he goes, and uh, this is, and he gestures to you expectantly. Oh, I'm, oh, dang it. I'm, um... Uh, and uh, uh, the 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 troll finally like goes. <laughs> well, we got sweatshirt here. You you need a name, kid? Um, sweatshirt. Excuse me. This is a this is a cardigan. This is cashmere. <gasps> cashmere. I'm cashmere. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and and all of the team look at each other and look back and uh, then look over at uh, dark and dark goes. This is. 
Cashmere. Yes, Cashmere. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> and uh, uh, Riptide kind of like rubs like underneath one of his horns uh, and goes, Dark, you said there'd be some newbies in this run, but I didn't expect like fresh off the like corp wannabe. Oh, I'm quite capable. Uh, don't let um, don't let the looks fool you. I'm, I'm a very, I'm a, I'm a very proficient mage. <laughs> I I can hold my own a bit. And uh, uh, Dark goes. He he is in fact uh, a rather uh, powerful mage. I've assessed him thoroughly. And uh, Riptide goes <laughs> finger wagglers, and. Um, Finger waggler, what a colorful expression. <laughs> I haven't heard that. Finger waggler. <laughs> and Duchess goes, Really? You, you've never heard that before? No, is that a thing? Yeah, that's a thing. Oh, well, it's so it's just sort of like a. It's a derogatory term for. for uh... Oh, oh, well, why would you. <laughs> oh, that doesn't feel. We're going on a run together. <laughs> Uh, I was just telling the team about that run. Um, yes, the run. Yes. Uh, the Johnston uh, needs you to break in to a, uh, uh, to a low-security single-A corp. Uh, you may have heard of them. It's um, Fujin Food Services. Oh, sure. Hmm. I, I believe I've had a, a lunch or two catered by them. Catered? Oh. Well, uh, a luncheon, maybe, uh, maybe a birthday. They all kind of look at you a little more like now trying to trying to starting to soak in like the the expensive value of your <laughs> suit and stuff. Also, I I in no way like interpret it as being weird that the Johnson is not here and has told the fixer to like, tell us this, right? Yeah, you don't know any better. Okay. <laughs> Great, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the guy I want telling me to do things. Like, he's the father I want. <laughs> and uh, he goes, uh, now I know this is the, the first one for a few of you. And he gestures to Duchess and Nomad and you. Oh, great. Uh, and uh, Rip, Riptide here, he's, uh, he's, he's been on a few runs with me before. And you know, Riptide just kind of like nods slowly. Right, Riptide. Thank you. <laughs> So you're going to need to break into Fujin Food Services and uh, get some pay data. They've been working on a, on a, a some type of awakened uh, soy calf uh, that's uh, it's got some better properties. And uh, my Johnson would like a look at that formula. Uh, I need you to pick that. And he like you know he kind of is talking directly at Nomad at this point. He's like, I need you to take that data off of their uh, system. Uh, wipe any evidence of it so that if they have uh, any backups they have uh, are gone, um, at least at this site, uh, and make sure you have a copy for the Johnson. Wonderful. Breaking and entering, yes. So what do we break? <laughs> what are we breaking to get... Do we break something to get in? Do we break a door or a wall? Are we breaking a wall? Uh, Riptide again starts rubbing that place underneath his horn, like a little bit annoyed. Uh, and uh, Duchess goes, uh, I can handle the, the breaking and entering. Oh, lovely. Fantastic. Good, good for you. I'm, I'm, excited. I'm excited to see you work. <laughs> and she goes, I'm excited to work with you too, Cashmere. <laughs> and uh, and <laughs> Nomad kind of chuckles at that. <laughs> and I swoon. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, Dark uh, goes, um, so the security should be pretty light, probably only a couple guards. Um, uh, this this 
pay data is uh, uh, pretty valuable, though, so they may have a couple extra things uh, in place, some extra security measures at this location. Oh, yes. Guards. Yes. Yes. Um, So that's that's, uh, all I've got for you. You're not... Are you coming with us? No. No, I don't go on the job. Oh, okay. I simply... So it's just us? It's yes. us four? And so you... And there's guards? Y- yes. Okay, okay, yes. And okay. uh, Duchess reaches over and touches your touches your knee and is like, don't worry, honey, I bet we can take him. I, I'm sure, I'm sure. <laughs> Again, Nomad chuckles. <laughs> uh, and, um, yeah, he goes... Uh, you'll each be getting paid uh, 8K ahead. 8K? Oh, um, 8K. I, hmm, I, I guess this is my, my first job, but I, from what I've heard and while well, I've read a bit where I could, I believe something like 10K would be more appropriate for this sort of situation. Uh, go ahead and roll negotiation. Uh, that'll be five hits. I got five hits. Uh, he looks, he goes, look, kid, this is your first run. But uh, let's be honest. I shouldn't even be paying you. This is your trial run. And no, and Nomad's like, no, no, man, pay us, pay us. Like, oh, um, yes, no, 8K is great. 8K sounds wonderful. 8K, I'm sh- I could take seven. No, 8K, 8K, <laughs> yes. And Riptide goes, smooth. <laughs> <laughs> And the dark goes, yeah, so 8K for each of you. This bodes so well for my future as the party <laughs> space. Uh, 8K, and uh, you uh, you got to get the job done tonight. Tonight? Excellent. Excellent. Yes, he's working late. Yes, tonight will be great. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, dark says, so uh, I think we're done here. He reaches forward to the uh, the white noise generator on the table and clicks it off and pockets it. And uh, uh, he shoots you all his comm number. And he goes, you give me a call when the job's done. We'll, we'll do. Someone, we can, we can figure it out later. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, he walks out and Riptide goes, all right, so this is one of Dark's test runs for some new talent. Uh, but let's be clear about one thing. What I say goes, because I'm, I'm the one with the actual experience here. Absolutely. Riptide? Riptide all the way. Riptide 100%. <laughs> and uh, Nomad goes, yeah, whatever you say, man. He goes, all right, well, let's discuss this in my, in my car. Oh, you have a car. Fantastic. I've... Yes, good. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, he, he goes out. You, walk, you follow him out. And uh, he walks down the street, and uh, you see this big-ass black uh, Jeep. And uh, he, uh, he kind of, like, moves something in his AR screen, and the Jeep, like, goes bleep, bleep. And uh, the doors open up, and he he climbs in. Uh, it's like really big because he's a troll, right? So, <laughs> um, and like uh, uh, Nomad, who is uh, a little shorter uh, than like an average height human, uh, kind of has to like hop to get into it. And uh, uh, Duchess like gracefully gets into the passenger seat next to uh, next to Riptide. Uh, I attempt to like open the door for her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's already open, so it's kind of weird. But like, you get there and uh, you like kind of like, gesture I for her. It, yeah, like and, I'm holding open a door for someone. And she like kind of grins and like climbs up in and like winks at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I'll, I'll get. I'll be in the back. I'll be. I'll be right in the back. <laughs> uh, yeah, I assumed so. <laughs> um, 
And uh, yeah, uh, so uh, Riptide starts driving with you all in the car, and he goes, all right, so here's the plan. We do a drive-by. We check this place out. Uh, Nomad, you do some uh, matrix scanning. Uh, Cashmere, you go ahead and uh, zip around in the astral a little bit. You uh, scope this place out. Uh, Duchess, you just you know keep your eyes peeled for any weak points that you can slip into. Got it. And uh, we'll we'll pass by this place, check it out, and then uh, we'll wait a couple hours and we'll hit them. Because at, the, at this point, um, it's you know it's like nearing seven. like it's nearing like seven. Yeah. So like this place closes it at nine p.m. It's just a a normal R and D site. Right. Lovely. Great. And uh, so he he keeps driving. He drives. Uh, he drives by. And he's like, "All right, showtime!" And uh, he and you see Nomad drop into VR. He just kind of goes limp. Oh yes, um, of course. Uh, and I astral ascents or astral astrally astral. Asc- are you projecting or are you just ascending? I'm ascending. Ascending. Okay, so you switch into astral uh, astral perception. That's it. Uh, and uh, go ahead and roll an ascending test for me. Five hits. Okay. Um, with that, uh, you, you pop an astral, uh, you, you're looking at the, the building as Riptide is like kind of just coasting by and, uh, it's a, so it's a, a, a two story building, um, uh, kind of large, uh, you're kind of in an industrial area of Kyoto. Um, it took you guys a little while to get here. Uh, at this yeah. point it's like eight o'clock. Um, and you see, um, uh, you see that the entire, uh, building is encased in a, uh, uh, mana barrier okay and uh so you can't see through it or anything like that well you wouldn't be able to anyways uh but uh it's like glowing with a mana barrier and that mana barrier is uh force five mana barrier okay and so uh you you kind of see that and you're like all right so there's that and then uh, uh since there's no guards posted out front um and you don't see anything else particularly popping out in the astral the rest of like this block is just like all like industrial buildings and like you know just like blobs of technology but this one is the, like the only one that's got a mana barrier around it yeah yeah and how, what are the rules on that again uh you can try and break it um which would let whoever has the mana barrier know that it's been broken or you can try and push your way through it um and also passing through a mana barrier while having any active foci or um active spells uh will disrupt those spells um but then uh, i can like recast them once i'm inside yeah yeah i mean like you could turn off your foci and then walk through and then turn it back on got it so it just keeps like uh, astral projections from getting in and yeah and and spells you wouldn't be able to cast right. a spell through so if like you saw someone through a window you 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 it would be hard for you it's not impossible but you'd have to break the mana barrier in order to do it so you'd have okay. to do enough damage to push through yeah but i could just like walk through and meet space and then be on the inside and yep yep activate cool oh so there's a uh there's a mana barrier a pretty a pretty decent mana barrier around the whole building and it doesn't look like it doesn't look like that sort of a thing around around here. It looks like it's just this one. If I was able to get inside of that mana barrier, I would be able to, to sort of do my regular magic, but anything going inside is sort of a no-go. It's not really something I can do. Um, that maybe maybe we can use you guys at first, and then when we get in, I could sort of do my stuff. R- I guess, Riptide, what do you think? <laughs> I'll leave it up to you on this one. Look, uh, uh, mana barrier makes sense. This is kind of a... a he, he said that there might be some extra security on this place for tonight because they're, uh, they're, currently, they're currently housing that formula. What I'm thinking is we 
try to find hopefully, hopefully nomad comes back with with uh, some kind of weak point we can use we try to get in through a back door or something if we have to Got we it. use duchess um and she'll okay yes and then uh she can she can like break in through like a second story window you're pretty good at that right and duchess goes yeah i can i can slip into a lot of places honey oh. <laughs> Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Yes. Fantastic. You're wonderful. You're, you're <laughs> going to you're going to help us out a lot. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. We'll uh, break in through a back door. Uh, you can walk on in through your mana barrier. Yes. Uh, through the mana barrier. Yes, and, I can. And then uh, and then we'll take out whatever's on the inside. Hopefully, like I said, hopefully Nomad will get a, a layout of the inside. Great. So and, we're just breaking the back door and then entering. Well, as quietly as possible. Right. Uh, and Nomad like pops up and he's like, ah, man, ah, that's a pretty high firewall on that thing, but I, I got it. Oh, super. Um, what is that? Um, so, uh, I didn't find any, uh, any, uh, any sign of the data. I, I went ahead and checked, but it was, it's probably like sitting on a data chip or something, something that's not wirelessly active, not attached to the host. Uh, what is attached to the host, though, is some cameras. And uh, I was able to uh, scope out. Uh, there's definitely um, some cameras looking out the back. And uh, I, didn't, I wasn't able to really tap into them. That host uh, has a bit of a, a heavy-duty firewall. Um, I'd have to uh, directly connect to something. But if, if Duchess can, uh, uh, can get in there and clip in... Uh, a data tap on something, uh, I can hack into the host that way, um, get access to those cameras. There's definitely a couple out the back and a couple out the front, um, but I also think there might be an undefended maglock out the back. Uh, can we, can, did anyone see the backside of the building? And uh, Duchess uh, goes, yeah, when, when Riptide uh, drove by, I, uh, I was able to glance down the alley and see the back of the building. I didn't. I didn't see uh, any any guards or anything standing there. I did see the two cameras you're talking about, though. Yeah. Uh, so those cameras or that data tap. That would be uh, my entry point. If we can approach the building from behind, uh, I can get us in. Uh, pop open that mag lock. We can walk on in, and then maybe uh, see how many guards they they have. Sora has been staring at him as blankly as one can <laughs> stare for the whole explanation. <laughs> Super. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you don't need to understand it. It's it's fine. Good. You just That's you just stick good. to your to your Wizmojo and uh, yep. You do that, and I'll do this, and then we'll sort of help each other out. That's what runners do, right? It's sort of a team. It's like a family. Yeah, I guess you could say it's like that. Yes, great. It's like we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets like awkwardly quiet in the truck for a moment. And the Riptide goes, so, uh, I think we should wait till, uh, the, uh, <laughs> till the, uh, the place closes up. Uh, we got about 30 minutes for that. Uh, it should be nice and dark by then. Uh, he kind of glances up and goes, ah, some cloud coverage, but I don't think it's going to rain tonight. So we should be good. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Great. He, uh, pulls up to like a, a random bar and he's like, Buying a one to drink. Oh, a drink. Yes. Yes. Let us have let's have drinks. Alright, so everyone uh, everyone hops out of the car, starts walking to the bar. Go ahead and roll etiquette for me again. Not corporate. Not corporate. <laughs> <laughs> Two hits. You walk in, uh, it's like a dive bar. Um, you've never seen 
like a pub before. Right. Uh, it's dirty, and you're a little like. Uh, uh, yeah, and like they just sit down on these stools, these stools that are obviously like have not been wiped down since they were purchased. Are there napkins nearby? Yeah, there's there's bar na- there's bev naps. I, I grab a bev nap and I, I sort of quickly wipe mine <laughs> down and then I, I put it back I put it back on the bar and sort of slide it like towards the like bartender and then I sit down. <laughs> uh, and Riptide uh, asks for uh, for four beers. Oh, beers! I beer. <laughs> yes. Um, you get a big pint uh, set in oh. front of you. Oh, this is this is quite a lot of beer. And you look around and you notice that like everyone in this bar, except for you, not everyone, but most like ninety percent of the people in this bar are trolls. And uh, everything is kind of troll sized, including the pints. <laughs> it's not a pint; it's more. It's closer to a gallon. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, you oh, kind of have to hold it with both hands. This is. Yes. <laughs> Um, thank, thank you, Riptide. I'm sure I can get you later with, oh, with our cut of the job, right? <laughs> yes. And, uh, he doesn't say anything to you. He is glued to the, uh, to the Urban Brawl, uh, uh, game that is on the TV right now. And he's just drinking it. He like glub, glub, glub down his beer, like drinks half of it in one go. Yeah. I, I bring it up to take, take a sip. And... <laughs> <laughs> Yes, beer. Beers are good. And then he sort of pushes the, he pushes the beer like a little farther away from him. <laughs> Duchess goes. That's probably the right move, hon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the like you know thirty forty five minutes passes, and then uh, you know you're kind of sitting there. No one's really talking much. Uh, Nomad is obviously playing some kind of game uh, in the Matrix. Yeah, and make a few like cursory attempts to talk to Duchess. Uh, she, she humors you, but like, you notice, like you, you have enough, like wherewithal to know, well, no, roll negotiation for me. Let's see how it goes. Negotiation. <laughs> Let's see. Let us see how it goes. God. And you still have first impression cause this is still the, oh, yeah. the first time you've met her. That's seven hits. Seven hits. You get the idea that it, you get the impression that she's a uh, humoring you and she finds that you're kind of like amusing to her, but then you say like a couple things that like she actually like you make a couple jokes that she actually like truly laughs at and you actually you know you seem like maybe maybe uh you're you're getting somewhere with this lady <laughs> yes i mean i'm sure you have gentlemen buying you drinks all the time oh um, uh, yeah yeah i do oh any any as big as this i i imagine not you didn't often. buy this drink hon uh, would you like me to no, I think I think Riptide's got it covered. Right, R- right. That okay. Yes. Um, so, uh, what? What? So this is your first one. What did you do beforehand? Oh, um, s- school. Just school. Oh, school. Like school. Do you have like? Do you have an actual sin, or is it? Oh, uh, more the school of the streets. You know, the school <laughs> of hard knocks. Uh, yeah, you're gonna have to roll con. Oh. <laughs> I keep forgetting. <laughs> Four hits. Uh, she kind of laughs. She goes, "You're funny. You're you're, yeah. I like I like you, uh, Cashmere. And you know." And she like kind of touches the uh, uh, the sweater a little bit and goes, "Oh wow, that that actually is Cashmere. Yes, it's so soft. <laughs> <laughs> that is a nice suit you got there." Yes. Well, thank you. I I tried to you know um, dress up a bit for my first run, make it sort of a special occasion. Oh, wow. Where did you get the money for that? Oh, uh, just. S- school stuff, just school. You get money from school? 
Yes, uh, scholarship. It's a scholarship. I scholarship money. It was for uh, a wardrobe so that I could uh, do talk to business people. Oh, you go to business school. Uh, well, sort of. Yeah, sure. That that makes sense. St- right. Streets business school. <laughs> it's the Institute of Street Business. <laughs> I should have given you a negative modifier for your con. <laughs> um, uh, she just got a laugh and was like, "You're." You're a strange one, but I like you. Oh, thank you. Um, I, I like you. I, I like you too. And uh, the bartender, <laughs> the bartender laughs. <laughs> he's like on the other side of the bar, but he's obviously been listening because he just he just goes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at that point, uh, Riptide puts his his like seventh pint down. Oh my God! And uh, uh, stands up and goes, "Time to do your job." Uh, right. And I like slap the bar and stand up with much more like vigor than I feel. <laughs> yes, right. Let us do our our job. Yes. And you guys start walking out, and then you hear uh, you hear uh, the Duchess uh, take like three steps back and be like, uh, "Nomad, oh, 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 uh, yeah, time to go. All right, cool." <laughs> and he closes his AR display and goes out. You guys. Uh, you all climb into the car, uh, Riptide drives, uh, a few blocks, he parks, like, a few blocks away from, uh, uh, the site, and he goes, all right, we're going on foot from here. Uh, and I, like, look down at my footwear nervously for a second, and I go, yes, foot. <laughs> it's like, that'll, that'll do, I guess. <laughs> uh, and he goes, so, uh, uh, I'll, uh, I'm gonna climb up in that building over there, and he gestures to, like, uh, a, a kind of, like, tall, thin factory building that, um, is on the same block. He's like, from there, I can give, uh, I can give you guys Overwatch. And he reaches, uh, uh, he reaches into the trunk and pulls out a gigantic sniper rifle. Oh wow! Oh wow! That is very big. That is a very large. Well, I guess a very large gun for a very large person. Am I right, Riptide? <laughs> yeah, you're you're technically correct. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Anyways. I'll be up in there giving you guys Overwatch. Duchess, you go in, do your thing, uh, get Nomad access. He can pop that door open, and then uh, you and the kid, Kashmir, uh, go uh, go walking in the back door, and uh, uh, we'll we'll adjust the plan as we need if uh, if they have any guards inside. Great. Yes. Don't, uh, don't fall asleep up there. <laughs> I I won't. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and he just walks off. <laughs> And no, uh, nomad kind of like pats you on the back and goes, "He he's a bit rough. I agree. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you." <laughs> uh, and uh, he hands a data tap to uh, Duchess, and she goes, "All right. Um, do you uh, want to come with me? Sneak in uh, t- down the back alley here." Yes. S- sneaking. Great. Super. Yes. Do you have any any uh, you know? And she kind of wiggles her fingers at you and goes, uh, that you could do to help with that? Oh, um, well, I, yes, I do. I've got, I've got a friend who can help us. Oh, a, a friend? Yes, um, a friend. Uh, and I, like, I sort of pop, I pop my spirit, uh, next to us. The spirit of air? The spirit of air. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you, you yeah, move your hand. Make the motion. I finger wag. <laughs> you, you finger wiggle um, right next to you, uh, like in the air. Uh, there's a big crackle of like lightning energy, and uh, this this uh, kind of crane uh, 
but it's a weird like astral looking crane. Yeah. Uh, it's it's like got really vibrant colors and it definitely like has like uh, you know glowy lightning eyes and it's like sitting there like kind of like uh, like hovers in air for a second and then like drops down uh, uh, perches on your on your back like over yeah. your head and and like lets out like a weird like ethereal like caw uh, and uh, and like looks at her and and she goes oh, whoa yes this is my friend Eraga. Um, hello, Eroga. And it uh, it kind of like uh, pecks at your hair, like friendly, and it's like, "Hello, Sora." <laughs> um, we'd like to sneak a bit. Would you be able to sort of conceal us, just sort of help us out with sneaking? And uh, uh, he looks at uh, he looks at her and looks at you, and then uh, there's a crackle of like light from his eyes, and uh, uh, you and her and himself. Uh, all are uh, concealed. The crackling energy kind of like just like bounces between uh, the two of you and the spirit and uh, all of you kind of like start to fade into transparency. Neat. Awesome. And, uh, and, and she goes, that, that, that would work. Yeah, that works. Yes, good. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, and so she goes, all right, so if you stay back a little bit, uh, I'll take point in case uh, anyone, uh, anyone is... Uh, uh, scoping out the area. Right. Oh, right. I should, um, I have a thing. I have a thing for this. And I sort of, like, pull the chain that's around my neck that, that goes into my suit mm-hmm. uh, that's got my, um, got my, what, health foci? Oh, your, your health foci? Yeah. Health foci, that's it. Your sustaining yeah. foci? Yeah, and so, um, and then I'm going to cast, uh, Increasing increased reflexes. That's yeah. It. All right. Uh, roll that out. Improved initiative because that's what it is. <laughs> it but... really is. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So casting it at four. Where I got those improved reflexes? I got two hits. Okay, that would give you one initiative die and plus two reaction. You know what? I'll edge it. All right. So yeah, mark a use of edge on your uh, on your sheet and re-roll all of the failures. You have a really good relationship dice. with spirit and uh, spirits in a really terrible relationship with dice. Poor relationship with my dice. Um, that that'll give me. Well, that puts me up to the the, the limit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. So you have plus two initiative die on top of your standard one. So you have three initiative dice, um, and your reaction and by proxy your static initiative is increased by four. So yeah, you uh, you kind of. Uh, uh, there's like a you don't, no one. It's not something that's really perceived, but you feel the magic pass through your hand into your uh, sustaining foci. Yeah, and uh, you and then it like it's like you push it in and you feel it like kind of like leave your hand for a second, and then there's a of uh, like energy uh, as it like goes. Not like it basically like hits your nervous system starting with your hand and just like goes through all of your body like this weird tingling sensation, this heightened like. Uh, feeling and you, you like you know the skin, uh, the hair on your skin like kind of like stands up and like everything seems to be moving kind of in slower motion for you. Awesome. Um, and you and you are not. <laughs> and uh, I'm now a kung fu master. Yeah. And uh, and she goes, all right, you ready? Yes, I think that's all the things. Um, yes, let us go. She's like, all right, and she uh, just like goes. And just like starts like, you know, really quickly running like down the uh, down, but like no sound, just like oh, um, <laughs> to run after her. <laughs> uh, roll a stealth check for me. Oh boy, I believe that's four dice for you. 
That's three hits. On four dice? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, so you go running after her and you manage not to like trip up or like make that much noise as you do so. It's like, you know, you're still not nearly, like she's like the knight. She's right. making no noise at all. <laughs> uh, and she's way ahead of you, but you know, she said that she was going to take point anyways. Um, and she like kind of starts like running like between cover and stuff. And then she like puts her back up uh, against one of the cameras um, out of the side of the other camera. And then uh, she um, kind of... With her hands back, she has her back against the wall and her hands pressed up against the wall. And then she like raises up her feet and presses them to the wall. And you realize that she's sticking to the wall. And she kind of like spider climbs up the uh, the wall, like oh my goodness, uh, f- like behind, with her hands and legs like behind her, and uh, and then she my reaches jaw is up, wide open. She reaches up with one uh, one hand and uh, sticks the data tap on one of the cameras, and then uh, uh, like pulls all of her limbs off the wall and drops down silently. Oh my god. Uh, then she kind of like just like sits there and waits, and then you hear in your uh, in your earpiece, uh, Nomad going, "All right, all right, I can get access to this. Give me a second. Oh, and he, he's like sort of pulled out of the moment when Nomad speaks. He's like, <laughs> "Oh, right, the thing we're doing." <laughs> you you hear um uh you hear also hear Riptide go. All right, I'm in position. I see you two in the uh in the alleyway. Oh, and. Um, I sort of try to look around for him. <laughs> and I don't see him, I'm sure. I mean, you can roll a perception test at like a... Uh, I'm not really looking yeah. very hard. I'm You're not, yeah. <laughs> look around and then I just sort of give a thumbs up to the air. Okay. Yeah, I see you, kid. Uh, great. Um, Did and you then, see the thumbs up? Yes, I, I caught it. Good. That's for you. <laughs> uh, Nomad's like, all right, uh, I've got a couple marks on the host. I'm going to get access to the cameras here. And um, the Duchess is like... Kashmir, um, did you want to, uh, you can actually project, yes? Did you want to yes. scan the area, make sure there's not any, any extra guards upstairs oh, on the yes. roof or anything We're like that? the bubble now, yes. Um, if you could, um, I'm so sorry, if you could just sort of stick your arms out for a second, just, just hold, hold them straight out. Are you talking, she's not nearby you, she's, oh, she's, she's not. yeah, no, you, unless you ran uh, up on, oh, underneath yeah, the camera was, with her, yeah. Yeah, uh, no, I thought I did. Okay, yeah, I, so I, yeah, I you like joined, you join her underneath the camera, yeah. and then she goes, oh, okay, and she puts her, her arms out. Great, um, and then I sort of like, I turn so my back is to her, and I stick my arms out over her arms, and then I go into astral so that when <laughs> I do, she sort of catches me. <laughs> Um, and, and yeah, you actually project. Um, you uh, you see uh, what's Araga? Like the bubble outside, or like, I see that like we're inside the bubble, right? No, no, no. You're not inside the uh, the mana barrier. The mana oh, barrier is like not. basically in line with the walls of the building. Oh god. Um, so you're outside of it right now, but like uh, uh, you can like float around and like kind of scan the rest of the like from the outside and everything. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I see Araga up there too. Yeah, he's he's sitting there. He's still perched. Uh, you know, he's cool. he's dual natured, so he exists both astrally and uh, right. physically when he's. Um, but he kind of like uh, he kind of like when you went limp, he kind of like fluttered down to the ground at your guys' feet. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, so I sort of I guess I'll fly up and sort of scout the roof and like the other side of the building. Sure. Uh, roll in a sensing test for me. That's four hits. Four hits. You float up over the building, and um, right as you get over the top of the building to like kind of scan the top for guards or anything, uh, you see a spirit right in front of you. How many hits did you get? I got four. Yeah, it's a uh, it is a force six fire elemental, uh, and it is looking right at you. Roll initiative. (laughs) Uh, actually, I'm I'm wrong about that. Um, it didn't affect your reaction. It only affected your initiative. 
Okay. So it does affect astral initi- initiative. So you get a plus four to all static initiatives and a plus two dice for each one. The maximum amount of dice you can have is five. That's fair. That uh, that brings me up to four. So 15. My initiative's 29. You get to go first. Woo. All right. What um, do you do? I, I go, Whoa! Uh, oh, and then I draw my katana mm-hmm. off my back. Um, and then I am a little wary of it, but I run up and I try to slice it yeah. with my katana. So you're, you're like floating in the air and it's like floating just above the building uh, and you just kind of like forward at it and slash it with your weapon foci. Yeah. Uh, roll that astral combat. All right. So with a plus six to that pool because you're using your weapon foci. I got six hits. All right, you make contact. Uh, let me roll up this. Uh, uh, yeah, you you uh, you just zip in with your uh, weapon foci and you just slice right through that uh, that spirit and it just just like dissipates. Oh, 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 oh! And I'm like looking at my katana in amazement because I don't think I've ever used it before. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Oh, God, that spirit. Oh, I'm so sorry, spirit. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, and, uh, and and you hear in your head, because you have a psychic link with uh, Iraga. Iraga? Mm-hmm. Uh, Iraga uh, says, it, it, uh, it'll be all right. It just went back to its plane. Oh. It's, oh. It was painful for it, though. Oh, God. Could you tell it I'm sorry? Uh, we don't come from the same plane. Oh. I'll have to find a way. Uh, Ira- uh, Iraga doesn't have any commands or anything, so he, he continues to wait. Um, as soon as you slice through the spirit, uh, you see on further down on the roof, uh, you see another spirit. Uh, it's, a, it's a fire spirit. And uh, it is going to uh, zip at you in Astral and attack you. Oh no, I know. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. As it's approaching. So dodge that with your uh, intuition and logic. Uh, two hits. So uh, it it hits you. It's like this big, uh, this big, like broad-shouldered, like hunched over, like flame, like elemental genie-looking like thing. Flame linebacker. Yeah, and uh, it just like flies right into you, and you are surrounded by the spirit as it starts to engulf you. Uh, oh. Roll a uh, body and willpower. Four hits. Four hits. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you take uh, six. Oh, God. And now all of your actions are at uh, minus, minus two. two. Back to the top of the initiative with you, Kashmir. Um, yeah, I'm going to make the action to try and get out of it. All right. Five hits. Five hits? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you break out of the, out of the uh, engulfment of this elemental. Ah! <sighs> ah! Oh god! Uh, um, Iraga, Iraga, please help! Uh, you've already used up your your complex action, right? It's a complex action to break free, so you don't have a simple action left. Oh. Because uh, it's it's either two simple actions or one complex action. Oh, no. So uh, you broke out, um, and the most you can do is a free action. Run away. So, yeah, you could like run back to your body. You could. Uh, I think I'll, I'll probably. Or I'll like run, run somewhere else, or yeah. I'll run back to my body. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so you go, you go whoosh, like down the side of the building uh, in your body. Um, as you are going down, uh, you see uh, Duchess fighting another somebody. 
Um, but it's like a mundane somebody. Right. Uh, and and then um, you also see a, a person down the alleyway a little bit from uh, from Duchess. Right. Uh, and uh, Eraga is um, actually assisting Duchess in the fight. Oh, well, that's good. Uh, but also... Uh, because uh, Iraga is smart enough to infer that uh, con- upon concealing you, he should be protecting you guys as well. Right. Good for Iraga. Uh, is one of my favorites. Uh, roll in a sensing test for me. Okay. That's four hits. Okay. Um, you see that Duchess is pretty friggin' terrified and pretty hurt. Oh, no. Um, and, uh, she was supposed to be the competent one. <laughs> Uh, Iraga, uh, seems okay, uh, has, uh, already dispatched one enemy. Good. Um, Good for Iraga. And Iraga doesn't seem harmed yet. So, uh, but you do, you do see, uh, and, and Iraga's also, like, in a calm emotional state. Like, he, he's, he's dealt with, with things. <laughs> I'm glad one of us is. <laughs> I'm freaking out a little bit. I was just inside of fire. That, uh, fire spirit follows you down and uh, is going to uh, attack you again. Okay. So uh, it's uh, intuition and logic to... It's three hits. So uh, it comes and it, it wraps around you, uh, but then pops out the other side, and like you feel this rush of like heat as it, uh, as it passes through you, but not uh, lingering enough to actually do any damage. Uh, and it kind of like pushes through you a little bit, and you kind of push your way back out the uh, other side of it, and it turns around and is like... <laughs> <laughs> and I like hold my katana between myself and it. My hands shake incredibly. <laughs> um, uh, you're up. Okay, then I'll I'll just attack it. Okay, <laughs> that makes sense. Ooh, baby, six hits. Again, statistically average. Uh, yeah, you uh you swing forward wildly with your weapon foci. You <laughs> you make contact and like a lick of like. Uh, of like arcane fire like astral energy uh, goes wisping off into astral space uh, as you make a deep gash through the astral body of this uh, this fire elemental you can see like flickering and it like seems extremely pained by uh, by the the feel of your weapon folk I just cutting through it like butter oh oh um yeah sorry but it's sort of i had to you under i'm sure you under i'm gonna and die then, <laughs> and then i i run i astrally run to right behind Araga. it's <laughs> <laughs> like peeking out like a toddler <laughs> and uh you can see Araga uh is kind of having to duck around you to continue fighting the guy he's fighting oh sorry Araga, but there's a guy you see him i'm sure you see him you understand Thank you, thank you, Iraga. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, I need you to roll a, a, a dodge test for Iraga. Oh, for Iraga? Yeah. I should really just have Iraga do the fighting. As cool as my katana is, Iraga is about to roll 16 dice to dodge this attack. Yeah. Well, hopefully that helps. I rolled really high. What's uh. <laughs> six? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Iraga gets hit. Iraga, no! Uh, but no damage is done. Iraga, <laughs> uh, are you okay? It looks like, are you okay? And uh, you know, you see Iraga basically like stumble back. You see the astral body stumble back as little dark, non-magical things go like, and like bounce off of him. 
uh, and it like kind of stumbles back a little bit and then just moves forward back into the fight. Yes, Eraga. Yes. Just Eraga. swooping, just swooping at this uh, at this dude who is shooting at him. Yes. However, uh, upon cheering at Eraga, you see uh, Duchess go down. <gasps> Duchess, no! Oh God, no, no, no! Oh, um, oh no! And uh, roll initiative. We're on a new initiative. Sixteen. Thirty-one. Thirty-one. Yeah. Right. Oh, do I have to re-roll? Uh, roll, roll, roll Araga. Araga's initiative. Yep. 25. <laughs> you get to go first. Yay. All right. Oh, boy. What do I do? Duchess is down, but, but also there's a big scary fire thing. And, um, I, uh, oh, um, <laughs> I'm going to, um, and then I, uh, I conjure up my plant spirit. Ooh, okay. Are you conjuring it into astral or into the uh, into physical plane? I'll, I'll say into the physical plane. Okay. Uh, so uh, there's this like falling from like the unlimited like astral space above you. There's these like pink uh, uh, petals that like go like like in a, in a torrenting like tornado down into the ground and materializes uh, into this like kind of wispy like floating uh uh, like treetop like shape of uh, of flower petals that's kind of like swirling around and it uh, it materializes both in the astral and in the physical as it is dual natured right um, awesome. and uh, so uh, that's a simple action to call him in okay great then I'll um... Kiraga please take care of take care of her make sure she doesn't get attacked okay so uh, uh, Kiraga is like of course and uh, thank you. Thank you both. I need you to roll initiative for Kuraga. <laughs> 18. All right, that kind of works out perfectly. That means he'll get to go. Fantastic. Because uh, it's he's still in the first pass, so he drops into the initiative at 18. You do that, and then um, uh, roll uh, an attack for Eraga for me. My spirits. I should really just, <laughs> if the shadow running thing doesn't work out, I could start a company. It's just like rent a spirit. Rent a spirit. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That's five hits for Araga. All right. Uh, yeah, you see Araga basically like swoop in and like just like clip uh, this this figure um, that he's been fighting, and uh, the dude like stumbles back and falls over. He's not da- he's not unconscious or dead yet. He's still like alive, uh, but he's been like knocked prone. Ooh. Good, good one, Araga. Um. Oh god, those are people. Oh god, those are people out there. I'm gonna stay in here. <laughs> oh god. Oh boy. Yes, you two. You two do that. I'll just be here with the spirits. Next thing you see is uh, down the alleyway behind the other figure. Um, a person comes around rolling a sensing test for me because this is the first time you're seeing this aura. It's two hits, but it's not a glitch. You see that this person is awakened. And, uh,. You recognize his astral signature as being similar to the fire spirit that is currently next to you, and uh, so uh, he comes running around the corner. The mage who has been controlling these fire spirits. Okay, but he's uh, completely in meat space right now. Right, right. He's not astrally perceiving. Got it. So he can just see his fire spirit, but he, he can't see. He me. knows his fire spirit is there. He has the the mental link, um, and he knows that his fire spirit is fighting you. 
Okay. Um, Wait, where's my body? Do I see where my body is? Your body's like right below you. You're basically, well, no, no, you moved over to Iraga, right? Mm -hmm. So your body's... Uh, it's like leaning against the building? Yeah, it's like leaning against the Basically, as soon as this fight broke out, uh, Duchess just me. like dropped you yeah. and like started fighting. Um, and Iraga like joined her. Oh, it's going to be so hard to watch this out. Uh, <laughs> my joy cleaner has a hell of a time with stains. <laughs> and uh, uh, so, yeah, you're about like, I don't know, like six feet away from, uh, from your meat your meat suit <laughs> um, and <laughs> who am I Lady Gaga <laughs> at that uh, Kuraga goes like this like uh, little like uh, it's not so much in the shape and when he moves quickly it's not so much in the shape of like the top of a, a tree um, instead it's just like this whirl like this whirlwind of, like leaves. of leaves that uh, fly in and uh, that dude who's down the hallway uh, down the alley not the uh, not the mage that just came around the corner further down the alley but the one in between you and Iraga and the guy he's fighting uh, and the mage uh, so this guy's about uh, like 12 feet away from you uh, uh, Kiraga just goes right into the guy uh, does uh, Kiraga have engulf? Yes. All right, can you roll that for me? <laughs> Absolutely. As he attempts to engulf this guy. Five hits on engulf. Uh, five hits? Mm hmm So Kiraga wraps around this guy and starts spinning around and, like, uh, presumably you can't see it in Astral, but presumably, like, cutting into him with, like, the razor. It's like whips and branches. Ri whips and branches and leaves and shit that, like, are, like, popping out of, like, these, the this, like, cloud of, uh, of petals. Um, and... So cool. Alright, yeah, this guy's, uh, looking pretty bad. Uh, being able to see his aura and everything, you can feel his life force, like, starting to fade Real from him. Real weak. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh... Does it, uh, affect his spirit at all, or...? That's no, no. He's not attacking the mage. He's attacking uh, the guy in front of the mage. Who is basically the mage is like, the oh. mage is like twenty feet away from you down the alley. He's attacking the guy. In and the front. and there's a guy who's twelve feet away from you in the middle of the alley, like behind cover, uh, presumably shooting at Duchess and stuff, or okay. now Araga. Right. And then there's a guy right next to Araga who's like in melee combat with a spear, which is like a bad thing to have happen to you. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then there's Duchess who's like uh, two feet away from you and so your body. Duchess two guys then mage mm -hmm. farther out yeah the mage is pretty far out got it it's and pretty far still, still fire spirit uh yeah the fire spirit is still there and uh the fire spirit is uh going to attack you that sounds right <laughs> oh god this could put me away uh go ahead and roll your intuition and logic to dodge out of it a hit did you want to edge that yes yes i do <laughs> thank you another hit uh, a second hit yeah all right uh, again it hits you and uh starts to engulf you and then you kind of push your way back out of it <gasps> that same sensation of the heat being about to burn you and then washing off of you oh as it God. gets another glancing hit on you i was sure it was a goner you tied you tied twice <laughs> um uh you get the feeling that uh uh, uh the the this spirit has been weakened to the point where it is actually having a little trouble like landing oh, right. these hits um nice and uh it is your turn. Great. I'll, I guess I'll attack it. It's two hits. 
Uh, so yeah, you you uh, uh, you turn around in astral space. This spirit is has attempted to engulf you again. You swing again, and it kind of like raises up one of its uh, its big like fiery hands and like swats the blade away. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm a little impressed. <laughs> wow, that was oh my god. Oh please, um, oh this is not good. This could be better. Um, uh, roll another attack for Uraga. It's three hits. All right. Uh, Araga uh, kind of goes up, like directly up, and then dive bombs on this guy. Uh, and you just see the guy crumple to the ground dead. Oh, nice. Uh, as as Araga uh, basically pins him to the ground with his beak. Araga, yes. Thank you, Araga. Thank you so much. <laughs> also, have I noticed any anybody go down as if from a sniper bullet? No. Not yeah, a one. Yeah, yeah. There's only two that. Are, well, there's one who is down already, but Araga said that he took care of that one. Right. Um, and then uh, there were three more. Uh, the only second one to have gone down is by Araga's hand. Where is? Oh my God, Riptide! Riptide! He I can't. You were... He can't hear you. I'm oh, you're to okay. Riptide, where are you? And I'm like manically giving thumbs up as if to say, please, anything. Uh, I need, um, Araga, or no, um, Kiraga? Kiraga to roll his force and your magic. So that's 12. That's five hits for Kiraga. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh, you said five hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see the, uh, mage down a ways down the alley uh like some magic energy start to like um uh form in his hands and uh it kind of seems to make this like vacuuming like uh like vacuuming astral space uh wrapped around kiraga as if to like pull at him um and kiraga just like uh spreads out his leaves really big and then just tightens more on the guy he has engulfed and um I recognize that this is supposed to be a, a banishing action, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, how dare you? Oh, God, no. You, and I'm, I'm livid. And you actually see as the, uh, uh, as he does that, like, those, like, that little vacuuming kind of energy, like, you know, mm-hmm. shatters with the, uh, the motion of the leaves, like, fanning out and then tightening. Right. And you see the mage grab his head and stumble back and press his hand against the wall to see, keep from falling over. Nice. <laughs> uh... That, that sucked for him. Good. <laughs> uh, it's Kiraga's turn. Um, he is continuing to engulf that guy, yes? Yep. Uh, so he gets to he gets to roll that again? Yeah. Or does it just automatically do damage at that point? I think it just auto does damage. I think it, it does auto do damage. He just uses a complex action to maintain it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Kiraga continues to like the after that after resisting the banishing like with more fervor the le- the leaves and shit are like spinning in like spinning a faster, almost like a tornado around this guy whipping. and whipping him and uh, uh, you just see his aura start to blink out as he just crumples to the ground and Kiraga just like blah 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 so badass um, that's and... also a little terrifying <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if Sora has appreciated the full power of what he's been dealing with for years <laughs> until this fight. <laughs> uh, and then it's Iraga's turn. Nice. Um, and Iraga goes, kind of goes up and zips at the mage. Yeah. And I need you to make an attack roll for him. Cool. Uh, take a plus two to this because I'm going to consider this a charging attack. <laughs> oh my god. 
he really didn't want Kiraga banished. That's eight hits for Araga. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, so this guy, he's sitting there, he's, he's holding himself up a little bit while he's right. rubbing his head, and he just like, you see him like stutter back, and he trips over like uh, over himself, basically, and falls down, and then uh, Araga just like, rams into him like pick, almost kind of picking him up like and dragging him like three feet with his claws as he's pecking at his face oh and like you know you can just see shark shocks of like electricity like going off of uh off of eraga and then he just tosses the limp body like against the wall and it just like goes like boom boom and he's just it's that that mage is dead oh my god and then uh and then eraga swoops back over and kiraga swoops over to you and they're both floating next to you i'm looking at them in awe like I've never looked at them before. <laughs> Guys, you've... Oh, my goodness. Th- thank the, you so much. I... Um, oh, but the fire the fire is still right there. No, no. Oh. Uh, upon upon the mage di- dying, oh, the, uh, right. the fire element just, just goes... And yeah. just fades off into nothingness. Thank you guys so much. Oh, my... Oh, um, her. We should help her. We should help her. If you wish, yes. Um... I'm going to, that's my body. Yes. Um, and so I blink back into my body. Uh, as soon as you get in your body, you hear in your earpiece, uh, uh, nomad, uh, shouting like, uh, we've been made, we've been made. <laughs> oh no. Oh, um, uh, uh, oh no, oh no, oh no. Um, guys, we need to, um, uh, uh. and, uh, uh, so you're, yeah, you're down the alleyway a little bit. Um, and, uh, Duchess is laying there. Duchess is laying there bleeding out. Bleeding uh, out. She's got, she's riddled with bullet holes. She's still alive. Oh, God. But she's... I'm going to I'm gonna quickly cast heal on her. Uh, well, so she's oh. in her overflow at this moment. Oh, right. So uh, if you have a trauma patch or if you have the stabilized spell, uh, those are the two ways that you can... Uh, or you can attempt to stabilize her even though you don't have a med kit or a first aid skill, so that'd be really hard to do. Yeah. I don't know if I've got... Any, oh, I've uh, got the, a trauma... Trauma patch? Yeah, yeah, you can you can pull out the trauma patch and she'll auto stabilize and then you can heal her. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you go and slap a trauma. You patch slap the me. trauma patch and like it just like you take wait a second and the uh, you oh, see like the on, the, the the like blood starts to like the the flow of blood starts to like uh, ebb a little bit and uh, you she doesn't seem to be in like critical mode and you get the idea that you can now attempt to bring her back with magic. Great. I will do that. Woo. Heal, please. Oh, uh, what what force are you casting this at? I'm casting it at 6. Cool. Three. That's three. Three? Okay, so you kind of run your hands. They're kind of glowing. Uh, you're a little a little nervous, and you kind of run them over uh, uh, over some of her wounds, and they, they the blood stops, and they kind of seal up a little bit, uh, and she... <gasps> Oh, thank goodness. Oh, oh, that does not feel good. I can't imagine, but we need to go. We've been something. We've been something made. We've been made. And her eyes, her eyes uh, go wide for a moment, and uh, you hear footsteps behind you, okay. and you turn around, uh, and you see Nomad just like sprinting down uh, the alley, and he, uh, he dragging behind him, uh, still attached to the cord of his data jack, uh, is half of his deck. Oh, um, it looks like his his cyber deck has uh, basically exploded, and he's just like dragging it behind him. He's got like blood coming out of his nose, and one of his eyes is super bloodshot. Nomad, oh god! And and he's like, oh man, I think I, I think I got the spider. I think oh, they had some heavy duty dreck in there, but but I think I got the spider. I think we bricked each other. There's decks at the same time. I just barely survived. Oh, good. Um, 
And then, uh, and then behind him some more, you see the form of uh, Riptide. Uh, he comes running around. He still has a sniper rifle, and with big, long strides, he starts like running down the hall, uh, high, uh, the what, running down the alleyway. He catches up with Nomad, catches up with you guys, and he's like, "We need to get in there, and we need to get the payday and get out." Oh, we're still okay. We've still got to let's run. We've got a job to do. You want to get paid, right? Yes, uh, yes, yes. Uh, I want to run. All right, so we need we need to get in there, and uh, he helps uh, the Duchess up to her feet, and she kind of like with a wince. Uh, pulls out like her maglock sequencer and uh, goes up and starts working on the maglock. Oh, well, she does that. I'm going to resist the drain from... <laughs> the drain from healing her? Yeah. It's a uh, force minus... It's force minus four for Okay, heal? yeah, so you're resisting two drain. So that's pretty nice. It's three hits, so... So yeah, you're fine. You didn't even feel a little bit of a headache after you healed her. Awesome, good. I was probably so focused on healing the beautiful woman. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, and, uh, Eraga, uh, perches on your shoulders again and, like, kind of, like, moves his wings and, like, finds a nice little spot to, and then, uh, uh, Kiraga kind of, like, grows roots and, like, lands on the ground next to you. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> okay, um, if, uh, oh, Eraga, could you conceal us? Could you, could you conceal us all? Of course. And, uh, he kind of, uh, flaps up his wings and, like, like two big like flaps of the wings and like this air kind of like pushes into you guys and like kind of wraps around you and starts to make you guys transparent. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> the spirits are so cool. And uh, then uh, there's the click uh, and the door opens up and uh, uh, Riptide uh, puts himself like uh, against the like back against the door frame like you know military style gun up at the ready and he's like all right you guys follow my lead. We're going to get in there. Nomad, you're going to get that data and we're going to get out. And Nomad's like, I don't know how I'm going to do it without a deck, but I'll try. <laughs> and uh, Yes, Nomad, yes. And uh, Riptide goes running around. Uh, Nomad, he pulls out like a machine pistol. He finally detaches the what's left of his cyber deck from his, uh, yeah. uh, from his cord and goes running in and Duchess is with him and you follow? Yes. Okay, uh, let's, let's do it, you guys. And he's like feeling a little <laughs> good because he did technically just win a fight. Yeah. Nearly single-handedly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, they go running in, and uh, uh, um, you're running down the hall. Uh, Riptide's uh, gone, going around a corner. Oh, um, follow Riptide, I suppose. And uh, you turn the corner, and you see him go uh, into a room. Okay. And uh, uh, all of you guys run in uh, after him, and uh, there's just blinding lights flash into your face. Ah. And you hear, uh, Petrowski Security! Put down your weapons and get on the ground with your hands above your head. Oh, oh God, what? Oh, what? Uh... And uh, you see uh, you see that um, uh, Nomad instinctively starts to raise his machine pistol, and he gets tackled by, like, three cops that just, like, pin oh, him to God. the ground. Uh, and uh, uh, the Duchess doesn't seem to have any fight in her. She just, like, drops her, uh, drops her pistol and drops down to her knees and just, like... Frag! And uh, uh, what do you do? You have your katana um, in hand. You got two spirits oh, with you. I think it's I think it's behind me. Probably. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Like okay. So it's already so, sheathed. So yeah, yeah you probably don't touch. It. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Definitely. <laughs> away from the katana. Um, and I, I send my spirits away. And they, okay. They go. Go, go, you guys. Go. Um. Uh, and I'm like sort of tentatively kneeling and raising my hands. It's really unfamiliar action for uh, me. 
<laughs> but I'm doing my best based on what I can surmise. And uh, your eye starts to adjust to the uh, to the light, and you just see a ton of cops, all like in like you know SWAT like gear, some with helmets, some without, um, and they're all like armed, and uh, they're starting to restrain your two friends. And uh, they have guns trained on you. You're putting your arms down or your your knees down to the ground and putting your hands up. Uh, so it's Mitsuhama's security. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. It's Petrovsky's security. So you recognize you see the you see the badges uh, and oh, you recognize yeah. it as uh, these are this is Mitsuhama's private security force. Oh, no. I um, Oh, God. Uh, don't tell. Um, oh, goodness gracious. Oh, no, 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 no. And I'm, like, starting to recognize the gravity of the situation. Yeah. Um, and uh, you're looking at the room, and you recognize uh, right in the middle of the group is Dark. Oh, d- Doc. Uh, and he's he's just standing there? He's standing there. Um, he's wearing exactly what he was wearing when you saw him before, uh, except for the only change to his attire is around his neck is uh, the Petrovsky uh, security badge. Oh, Doc, they, they've got you. <laughs> Uh, he laughs. Everyone else in the room laughs, except for, you know, your people who are being, like, arrested. I'm, like, looking around at them, like, really scared. Like, what? What's going on? Uh. Uh, some guys come and they start putting mage cuffs on you, uh, putting your hands behind your back. And um, uh, you see that uh, Riptide is not being handcuffed. Uh, R- Riptide, what? Um, Riptide, help us, please. And uh, uh, he just, like... You know, ignores you, walks over, shakes Dark's hand. Uh, you see uh, an o- uh, older looking, what was probably like a sergeant or lieutenant uh, com- uh, police officer comes up and uh, uh, he shakes their hands. And he's like, good job, you two. This will help us meet our quota. Uh, quota? Is this, is this the Johnson? And uh, again, Dark kind of laughs and is like, yeah, in a matter of speaking. And uh, uh, he kind of chuckles and points at you with like his thumb tobacco. He's like, "This this fragging kid here was sure he was going to become a shadow runner." I I am a shadow. I'm running. I'm running right now with shadow runners. And then Riptide goes, "Well, that's the only run you're going to get to do because you're going in, going in. You're doing time, kid. Doing time. I." And oh, uh, uh, they. You know, finish. They hoist you up off your feet, basically, and carry you in and put you in a, a, a back of a cop car. And uh, all the rest of the runners get into their own car, like get put into the separate cars. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Dark sits in the front with the driver uh, as uh, you guys start going towards the station. Doc, I, uh, Doc, what, what happened? What happened to you? I'm, a, I'm an undercover cop, you fragging moron. Oh, this was a sting trying to cut Shadowrunners off as they try to start out. We find uh, these low lives, these criminals, people like you who think they can make a buck on the, on the back of honest living p- folk, and we take them out before they get a chance to actually do any harm. You don't know a man named Riku, do you? Riku? No, I don't know a man good, named Riku. Good. Okay, don't, just don't tell Just, oh God. Do you understand what situation you're in here, kid? You're going to be doing hard time it's going to go on your permanent record. You are, you're done. Your, your life is fragged, kid. Yes, I, I think I'm beginning to understand that. Hope it was worth it. And he just, you know, stares forward silently. 
I quietly sobbed the way back to the <laughs> station. Uh, so they carry you in. They put you in a holding cell. Uh, no one else is in there. Um, they actually, uh, in addition to the magic cuffs that they have you on, they put a magic jacket on you and right. a magic uh, mask on you. Basically, tons and tons of anti-magic shit around magic you. Magic Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, big, uh, 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 there's like a magical ward on the cell you're in. So like, you know, no uh, spells and shit going through it. You, you're just like, can't do a thing. Yeah. And Exhausted and emotionally drained at this point. Yeah. yeah I'm just and, sitting on the like standard issue jail bench <laughs> and, contemplating the decisions that have led me to this moment. And, uh, basically like a couple hours go by and like no one comes in, no one talks to you. And then all of a sudden the door just goes and like opens up and in walks your father. Oh God, father, father, father. And I'm, he grabs you by the jacket with one hand and then backhands you with the other. Ah, Do you have any fragging idea what you're doing here? Father, I'm so... I, I just... I, I thought I could do something. I thought I could you do... You thought something. you could do this. You thought you could just be a, a criminal? And he slaps you a few more times. Uh, Father, please. That's I'm not so the track I put you on. That's not what we gave, what we gave you. Gave me, Father. And uh, two more cops come in and they start undoing your, your manacles and stuff. I don't even take my eyes off them. Gave me, Father. The things you've given me? How about the things I have given you? How about your career? Your job, your contacts, all of this. Oh, oh, my career? You mean the career that's been completely ruined by this? You're lucky that I know a couple guys on the force, and they were able to head this off and keep this off of your permanent record. But you have to understand, we are in the system. We've, I came into this building, and that's going to show up in any background check. It doesn't say any criminal record linked to it, but I've been here, and that's going to raise questions, questions that I'm going to have to answer at work. How am I supposed to continue moving this family up the track at Mitsuhama if you're going around doing dreck like this? Moving this family up the track, you say? Moving this family? We've all been moving you. We've always been moving you. From the day I was born, you have been using me to move up that ladder. From the day you met Mum. You've used her, and it eventually became too much for her, and I guess this is that moment for me. Father, I can't, I can't work for you anymore. You don't have to worry about that. You're out. By the end of the night, I want you to get your things and get the frag out of Mitsuhama. I don't want to see you there again. You better not set foot on territory. You better disappear, son. Son, you're not my son anymore. And he, uh, he shoves you. And at this point, your, your restraints and everything have been removed. And the, the two police officers basically have hurried out and left the two of you. Son, I never was your son, father. I was always a gold star on your resume. Good luck with your career without me. <laughs> yeah, good luck dying in the shadows. You won't last a month out there. I'd rather take a month out there than a minute more in that house with you. That building... It may be a house, but it has never been a home to me, Father, and you've seen to that. I will gladly leave it, and I will even more gladly leave you. Yeah, see to it that you never come back. I better not even hear your name again. And, Consider uh, yourself lucky, too. And he starts, he just walks out, and he's like, find your own way back. And uh, he leaves and uh, slams the door behind him, and it locks. <laughs> just auto locks. And a few seconds pass, you're sitting there seething, and then uh, uh, hurriedly you hear it unlock again, and it gets opened up, and a, a younger like police officer kind of opens it up and uh, and like steps out of the way for you to leave. 
I'm sort of like shaking at this point. I walk by and sort of out of instinct, I like give him a nod because he did something for me. Yeah. And he, uh, he kind of like half nods it back at you, but he's kind of standing there like in like, you know, military, like, you know, right. uh, and, uh, but you, you notice he's like, he's only like a couple of years older than you. And, uh, uh, you, you like get this feeling, like you kind of look at him and you see like this, like understanding in his face and like, he actually oh. like feels for you in this situation quite oh. a bit, but he's like trying to like remain professional. Maybe he had a similar situation. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, you look at his name tag and it says Owens on Owens? it. Owens? Yeah. Got it. And uh, uh, he he just kind of sits there and uh, tries not to, you know, do anything else for you or to right. you. <laughs> and uh, you walk out, you get a cab back to Mitsuhama. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get back home, uh, your dad is not there. <laughs> Good. You collect what little things you can that aren't directly linked to him or traceable by him. Right. Uh, there's not much. Carefully but, pack my clothes. Uh, figure out the way in which you get a katana through custom. <laughs> you pull some, uh, you pull some cred, uh, whatever creds you have, uh, in your account, you know, mm-hmm. you, you have some cred sticks and, uh. Uh, you uh, go to the airport and buy a one-way ticket to Seattle. <laughs> one-way ticket to Seattle to make my fortune the way so many have before. <laughs> Nothing could possibly go wrong <laughs> going to Seattle to be a shadow runner. Nothing could stop me now. Um, and so, if I recall, you get to Seattle mm-hmm. and uh, you've picked up a number from the Mitsuhama database yep. of a of a a man uh, a fixer that Mitsuhama has dealt with before. He's not. A Mitsuhama fixer. He he's is a, got like a good reputation. Yeah, he's them. like yeah. he seems. You've heard whispers of him. Like you know, it's like whenever like they're like, oh man, you know, Drex, uh, Drex getting really crazy in uh in UCAS, and you know, we're gonna need like a team in Seattle. And like, oh yeah, you know, called in Mister Hurst. Yeah, uh, Mister Hurst. And uh, so you have you have his comm number from the uh, mm-hmm. Mitsuhama database. Yep. Um, and you call him up. Yeah. Who is this? I don't know this number. Oh, um, I'm. Kashmir, I'm a runner from Japan, and I, I've, I've understand through my contacts in Mitsuhama that you're the man, you're the man to see in Seattle about getting a running job. You're a runner, then. Yes. You'll be hearing from me soon. Great, thank you so much. Oh, and I have a quick, just one question for you. Please answer this truthfully. You're not a cop, are you? <laughs> And uh, he hangs up on you, <laughs> as as he should. Yes. Uh, so, like you know, a day or two passes. You find like a shitty motel to like sleep in or something, and like a data packet shows up for you. Yeah, uh, I'm really uncomfortable about it. <laughs> uh, that calm number. Uh, uh, your calm link lights up with a data packet. Uh, it's from a different number than the one uh, oh. that you called initially, um, and uh, it's just like. You open it up and it's almost like a resume for Shadowrunner. Uh, it's like it's like you know wants you to list you like your abilities and like prior what you got. Yeah, prior work experience. References. Yeah, and it says like you know it says fill this out good. like fill this out to the best of your abilities <laughs> to, uh, and I will procure you work or something like that. Awesome. And, you know, signed uh, Mr. H and. Uh, uh, yeah, you, you fill that out and send it, it back. And then, and then, uh, I send it back. I realize, I realize immediately. I go, oh no, I could have changed to Katana. I Instead of Cashmere? I should have gone with Katana. <laughs> That's a much better name. <laughs> but no, now it's there's, out there. There's still no way in the future to retrieve an email. Nope. Go, no, no, no. <laughs> Shit, oh, I hit send. Oh, oh I just God. thought of it. <laughs> Pressed reply all. Everyone sees that embarrassing email. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, 
Yeah, and then that's uh, that's the story of how Kashmir uh, became a Shadowrunner with an extremely well-connected, business-oriented <laughs> fixer. <laughs> Mr. Hurst. Mr. Hurst. Uh, yeah, so there you go. That's that's Kashmir's uh, introduction to the Shadows. And then from there on out, uh, you do like one more run in between uh, here and the yeah. beginning of the campaign. One more. Yeah, you're the, very experienced. Gang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, do some jo- you do a job for the cutters. Yeah, I stick a toe in where it... Where I feel the most comfortable. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool. That's that. This podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions. All rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, sponsored, or specifically approved by the Topps Company Incorporated. Shadowrun is a trademark of the Topps Company Incorporated. All rights reserved. Go to www.shadowruntabletop.com for more information.